Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. I guess I picked the wrong week to quit sniffing glue. That's right, it's an airplane reference. Holy cow, what a day. Fox News parts ways with Tucker Carlson. That's right, that that's not a joke. That happened. No one at Fox is safe at this very moment, at least in the prime time. CNN dropped Don Lemon, which should have happened months ago, if not years ago. They didn't even tell him they called his agent. And people are coming out swinging Newsmax with the statement on Fox, quote, for a while, Fox News has been moving to become establishment media, and Tucker Carlson's removal is a big milestone in that effort. Newsmax CEO Christopher Ruddy said, millions of viewers who like the old Fox News have made the switch to Newsmax, and Tucker's departure will only fuel that trend. So does that mean that Newsmax is going to try and grab Tucker. Well, if they fired Tucker over at Fox because of the settlement with Dominion voting, Newsmax wants no part of that. Or is this just a, hey, try and take advantage of the opportunity, pile on, make people think it'll happen, move on, it's good for us. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, everybody has got a thought. And I have been hearing from friends all over the place on theirs, in radio, in TV, all of it. Also, uh, Tucker Carlson's executive producer is leaving Fox News, which means uh, they could be going to team up together. Kurt Schlichter joins me right now. You know his work from townhall.com, where he is a senior columnist. He is also an author of a series of uh, books, including The Split, which is book number six of the Kelly Turnbull series, and Inferno, book number seven of the Kelly Turnbull series, and of course, the author of Will Be Back, The Fall and Rise of America, available at Amazon.com, wherever fine books are sold. All right, man. It's you, it's me, it's your backyard, it's a bourbon. We just get the news that Tucker Carlson has been fired. Your first take reaction, Kurt, is what? To take a big gulp. <laughs> Look, wait, wait, of course, that, that, that's always my reaction. That's my Correct. default. Look, uh, th- this is a revolutionary moment, and I think it's important structurally. Now, uh, what, what I don't know what Fox is going to replace him with. Maybe it's the, the new Coke Bud Light uh, Variety Hour uh, featuring Dylan Mulvaney. I don't know. I don't really care. I don't think a lot of viewers do. I think we are. I, I think what we are seeing is a movement away from a network like Fox. Remember, you would identify as a Fox viewer. Tucker's going to go out. Tucker's already got his executive producer. Tucker's got another project in mind. You know, he created Daily Caller. He knows how to create things. He's going to create something that centers on him, the Tucker brand. And we are going to see a movement from uh, a, a network or brand focus to an individual focus for conservatives. I think it's going to be very interesting. Yeah, so we've lived through this, right? Because you and I, I mean, we do oddly have a, a kind of unique perch. We were there with a group called PJTV, uh, PJ yep. Media, uh, which was ne- then purchased by Town Hall years later, started as a 
like really eccentric rich guy in, in Los Angeles who wanted to create yeah. a, a, a network, didn't so much believe in fun, but certainly tried to create something. And while we were there, I was doing a show there. You were constantly on the air there. Glenn yep. Beck le- leaving um, Fox to go do the blaze. And I can remember those conversations like, yeah, we're done because he's going to do it right. But he didn't do it right. So is there, when, when you think he's going to go about a, a individual brand platform, is it Blaze-esque? Is it Daily Wire-esque? Because that's, well, it's definitely all about Shapiro, Ben Shapiro. It's a little bit wider uh, th- than that. Or is there a platform that can take him on? Well, look, I, I, I think that he's going to do his own thing, um, but he will be the lead of the brand. And uh, that's had various levels of success in the fa- uh, past, but you haven't had somebody of Per Carlson's uh, immensity. Tucker Carlson is pretty much the modern Rush Limbaugh in the sense that he's the 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 800-pound gorilla of conservatism. Um, so where he goes, I think we may have lost Kurt for a second. There, we'll make sure we can get him back. Kurt Schlichter, oh, the I'm author back, of the I'm book. Back, I'm back. Ah. Uh, he's Tucker, actually, he's he's actually the author of the book, Will Be Back, The Fall and Rise of America, which you can get at Amazon.com. Uh, I don't deny that, by the way. Uh, as, as was once stated, and it's a really smart one. Many people are engaged in commentary. Very few people are engaged in thought leadership. And certainly, if you look at Tucker's show, it was leading uh, conversations. So now... You, you're also a trial lawyer. You, you understand much of the legalese here. When you take a look at the Dominion voting case, Kurt, and not saying you had anything, you know, instrumental in that case, or or you have something in, intimate knowledge of the case, um, but you take a look at the settlement. The settlement happens, and the correct answer is well, get rid of the highest rated show on the on the network. I'm not sure that was it, and there's a ton of rumors running around. We're not going to hear anything for a while. My guess is that Tucker wanted to talk about something tonight, and the network said no, and Tucker said, pound sand, and uh, uh, decided to go uh, off on his own. I think he probably wanted to for a while. I think he felt restrained at Fox. I think, remember, Fox has a reputation as a conservative media outlet, but everybody at Fox in the administration is, is you know out of the media. And they may be a little more conservative, but they... They they want to remain. Uh, uh, they want to be something like a mainstream media outfit, and uh, a guy like Tucker Carlson well, makes them uncomfortable. And uh, this is the first time they've done something. You know, Glenn Beck left. Uh, Bill O'Reilly left. Well, was kicked out at the height of his powers. People right. thought that was a terrible mistake, and Fox didn't miss a step. Yeah, but the the difference between the Bill O'Reilly um, outing. And Tucker, I mean, that's a chasm. Bill O'Reilly had a series of allegations of sexual impropriety and payoffs that we know that Fox made on his behalf. Tucker is out because of conversations regarding Dominion voting systems. 
and the fact that people thought he was just simply too strong and became the the lightning rod for the entirety of the political left. When you get rid of of, of Bill O'Reilly, it's because okay, enough's enough. You get rid of Tucker Carlson, it's seen as weakness and a total lack of backbone. And Fox has to know that that the the backlash, the repercussions of this are going to be massive. Um, I, I look. I think they're going to have huge problems. I think it's going to. Uh... Like I said, I think it's to reshape the structure of, uh, of conservative media. Uh, Fox has had problems with hardcore conservatives for years. Uh, they, they feel it's soft. They feel it doesn't have their back. And uh, they uh, are, uh, and there, there's that tension between trying to be a news organization and trying to be a conservative organization. And, uh, you know, the, I, I think the consumers are pretty clear. They, they want a conservative outlet. They're not looking for, you know, when, they, when, when they, people say fair and balanced, they mean fair and balanced. Talking to Kurt Schlichter. Uh, you find his work at townhall.com and his book will be back, The Fall and Rise of America, available at amazon.com. Uh, I agree with the basic tenant there that there is a real desire for conservatism what i question in and you and i have this battle you me and larry o'connor who is the morning host in wmal and of course with salem media uh chris DeGaulle, the morning host in philadelphia um also one of of your compatriots over there at salem media uh it's it's the idea of of what is it you know, when, when we talk about conservatism, you talk about, you know, Fox wanting to be more uh, establishment as opposed to being conservative. Well, you and I have a very different approach to how we engage the topics, but we end up in the same place. So there's a, a conversation to be had of what do you think the audience is? If we talk about a a very, very uh, wide net, the American audience looking for conservative news, if you will, conservative commentary. Is it about the subject matter? Is it about the belief? Or is it about the delivery? I, I, think, I think you've got both. And I think, look, I mean, here's how I use Tucker. Tucker was on around, uh, I would record Tucker and usually watch it uh, uh, around dinner time. And I would skip through to the interesting stories I wasn't seeing anything seeing anywhere else. Uh, the interesting monologues that put things in perspective. Um some of the other hosts, uh, you know, uh, same people on, same messages, and it's like, eh, you know, there are there are there are some hosts on there that are really good. Others that you know, I just don't watch. And I think a lot of people uh, feel that way. They pick and choose. I essentially use Tucker because you know because I recorded it as a, uh, a, a an online, essentially an online show every day. And I think that's what we may see. The response to Fox, what 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 happens with them? As I stated earlier, and and I I think I'm as good of an observer on this as anybody else. The day side doesn't have worries. Uh, Dana Perino is not going anywhere. Neither is Bill Hemmer. Neither is, 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 is Fox and Friends. John Roberts still has a job in Sandra Smith. Neil Cavuto and Charles Payne still have jobs. 
Yeah. But if you go, I mean, and, and I don't want to signal out, single out Martha McCallum. I actually think she's fine. But if you take a look at the prime time, whether it's Martha McCallum, whether it's Jesse Waters, whether it's Laura Ingram or or uh, uh, Sean Hannity, you got to believe that all, one of them or all of them could be out of a job in the next hour. True or false? Uh, could happen. Look, uh, uh, the, the, the Fox has always been pretty ruthless. Like I said, they they tossed out Bill O'Reilly. I think they wanted. I think they thought they were overpaying. I thought they thought he was uh, 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 not where he wanted to go, and they got rid of him. Um, and they obviously think that the best course of action is to get rid of Tucker because they let him go. So, you know, I I, I think they want to continue. I just I'm just not sure that the network model is where conservatives are at. At least in prime time, in the uh, it, it, during the day, for for actual news, news. I'm not sure that's going to be affected that much. You are now uh, the the CEO. You're Sandra Scott. I think her name is Sandra Scott. Um, uh, and you are uh, the CEO of Fox. You now have to rebuild a a, a lineup. Suzanne Scott. Sorry, not Sandra. Suzanne Scott. You now have to build a lineup. Who is the person that you put into the primetime lineup at Fox to guarantee the conservative viewer never comes back? <laughs> the guarantees the conservative viewer never comes back? Right. Because you, you know, know yeah. that there's a great opportunity here to screw this up. We're not just talking about getting rid of Tucker Carlson, Kurt. We are discussing the idea that they've put the entire lineup right now on a razor's edge, they can fall. Not every decision ends up being the five. Remember, what? the five was a replacement for Shepard Smith, for the love of God. They didn't know it was going to be this. Well, look, I, I, I think you could like have uh, Managed Decline featuring uh, Paul Ryan and Jeb Bush. Oh, I would pay money for them to name a show Manage to Climb. Oh, how, about, how about David French's Lessons? <laughs> oh, you, you make know, me I mean, happy. You make me happy. Oh, that's David, so good. Oh, um, but you, you get my point. Like, like yeah. Fox has managed when making changes to really step in some gold, whether it's Tucker after Bill O'Reilly, whether it's the five after after Shepard Smith. Shows like Jesse Waters have really, really worked. Gutfeld, my gosh, what he's doing on weekends is something else. But there comes a moment where you don't hit. And we have to accept uh, the fact that Fox is in a precarious moment here. Well, look, when you have Tucker Carlson, what you do is you have the hardcore populist conservatives. There's nobody else who talks to them. And uh, uh, they're they're the Fox viewers who don't generally like Fox. So I... uh... I'm curious to see what happens next and what other shoes are going to drop. I only assume that they uh, will. The five are, oh, I'm sorry. You're absolutely right. Uh, Decaf Raven on uh, Twitter. The five replaced Glenn Beck. You're right. Did not replace Shepard Smith. You're absolutely correct. The five replaced Glenn Beck. Kurt Schlichter is his name. Get his book. Uh, We'll be back. The Fall and Rise of America and Inferno, book seven 
in the Kelly Turnbull book series. Get those both at Amazon.com. Kurt Schlichter, S-C-H-L-I-C-H-T-E-R. Managed decline, dude. That's just freaking gold. Gold, <laughs> I tell you. Oh, that has to happen. That has to happen. I want to see. I want to see billboards up by tomorrow. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz. So, what does this mean for Newsmax? I've been getting that question a lot. I've been getting texts. I've been getting tweets. And then, of course, people are like, what does this mean for you? What does it mean for me? It doesn't mean anything for, for, for me. I am not I am not getting the gig. I did check in with a couple of friends over at Fox because this has got to be unsettling. Tucker Carlson fired. Um, and, and by the way, his executive producer leaving, too. So, um, of course, you should expect more. From from Tucker, Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Good to be with you. I, honestly, I never like to do one segment on another. I've got a lot of other things to 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 get to. I promise, I I will. Um, but it's just too huge. But the question of of the Newsmax story. Allow me to take a shot at this. And the Newsmax story is: Will Newsmax gain from this? Will they try and pick up someone like Tucker Carlson? I'm going to go back to something I just discussed, which is if you are Newsmax and you've got your own potential lawsuit going with with Dominion, um, if you if you take on Tucker, aren't you making things worse for yourself? I'm asking a straight business question there, not a conversation about audience. Because if if Newsmax had wanted to grab somebody who could build audience, why haven't they already grabbed Megyn Kelly? I've been asking that question for over a year now. Megyn Kelly, I think, hurt herself at Fox with the absolutely horrific debates with uh, then-candidate Donald Trump. She got absolutely screwed at NBC. She's resting on millions of dollars, and she has built herself back in a a rather unique way. Um, You would think that Newsmax would have grabbed her already. I... It's not that I don't think they'd be interested. It's that I don't know if they can do it financially from the cost of Tucker or financially from what that might mean to them down the road. Now that is taking it from the Newsmax side. Take it from the Tucker side. Tucker can go home today. Well, he's probably at home. Smoke a cigar and take a look at the entire board. This is, um, oh, what's the name of that um, chess movie? Uh, Searching for Bobby Fischer. Don't move until you see it. If I'm advising Tucker Carlson, I'm advising him to watch Searching for Bobby Fischer, Ben Kingsley, Lawrence Fishburne, and one of the reoccurring lines is when they're teaching this kid how to play chess. Don't make the move until you see the move. And the line they use is, don't move until you see it. And it becomes repeated like mantra. 
Don't move until you see it. Tucker doesn't have to move. Tucker can sit down, smoke a cigar, and figure it out. Because his audience is going to go to wherever he is. As opposed to Don Lemon, who's out at CNN, whose audience will never follow him anywhere. He better pray MSNBC gives him a call for weekends. I'm Tony Katz. There is no doubt that the whole day was brought into upheaval when you learned that Tucker Carlson was out at Fox. What in the world? And then you learn that Don Lemon, he's, uh, he's out at CNN, and they didn't contact him. They just contacted his agent, which is admittedly messed up. I mean, that's, that's messed up if no one contacted him directly but maybe that's what agents are for may you know maybe i'm i see it differently than everybody else tony katz tony katz today good to be with you find everything at tonykatz.com t-o-n-y-k-a-t-z tonykatz.com there were a bunch of stories that i wanted to get to today that of course i wasn't able uh to to get to uh today so uh, uh, allow me to to kind of i don't know i guess i'll rapid fire them if you don't mind, I mean, it can't. I can't talk Tucker all day. Although I got to tell you, man, what a nutty story! And I uh, tomorrow after there's been some some deep conversation about it. I mean, it's going to get more and more uh, uh, interesting. And then, of course, the CNN Don Lemon thing. The the Chris Licht, of course, putting out uh, a, a a memo. Uh, that I that I shared about uh, CNN and Don have parted ways. We will be wishing him well and cheering him on in his future endeavors. I mean, it's a short, short memo. But there are some other things going on. Like, for example, as we have been discussing, how Anheuser-Busch got rid of their VP of Marketing, Alyssa Heinerscheid, and her boss, Daniel Blake. Daniel Blake oversees marketing for Anheuser-Busch's mainstream brands. They've both taken a leave of absence, which is a fancy way of saying, bye, Felicia. I mean, it, it, is, it is what it is. I don't think we're, I don't think that's a, a stretch. They, they were shown a fair amount of the door. What they have done to the brand cannot be considered acceptable by any stretch of the imagination. And as I shared earlier, this is really the first successful moment that the political right has had. The first really successful moment of, it's not even a boycott, of a movement to force a company to recognize them. That's what the leave of absence is. Now, I want to be clear about something else before I get back into it. Alyssa Heinerscheid, the VP of Marketing of Bud Light, e- VP of Marketing of Bud Light, even if she leaves, even if she's gone, she will get hired somewhere else and she will be called a hero for standing up and being woke and standing up for inclusivity. Nothing about her ad campaign is inclusive. It's a lie. And this is one of the great examples of how the political left lies all the time 
These are the people who believe left is right and right is left. Up is down, down is up, the whole thing. They are diametrically opposed to the truth. They are 180 degrees from the truth, from reality. Nothing about this ad campaign was inclusive. It was all abusive and meant to exclude the base. Oh, fratty, out-of-touch humor. Oh, we have to educate you. No, you have to sell beer. You want to educate? Go be a teacher. Your job was to sell beer in unique and interesting ways. Spuds McKenzie sold beer. WhatsApp Sold beer. And you'll notice everybody in the WhatsApp ad campaign, which I loved, by the way, was black. You go back to those original actors, all black. You know who drinks Bud Light? White guys. You know what they did? They went out, bought beer, saw the guy buying Bud Light next to him and went, WhatsApp! And the other guy said, WhatsApp! And somebody else from the back said, WhatsApp! That's what they did! Because the ad campaign was fantastic. Because it was totally communal. Everybody got it at that moment. That is how you are with friends. And that's what Bud Light does. That's how you hang out with friends. It's just a little bit stupid and a little bit silly. But it's a, it's, it's just all love. They got it. They understood it. The only person who didn't understand it is Alyssa Heinerscheid. And I did ask this question the other day. I am most curious. How'd she get the job? Seriously, how did she get the gig? Who hired her? For what purpose? What were her qualifications? I'm not saying she isn't qualified. I am questioning why she was hired. And when I find out that Bud Light did some female hiring in order to satisfy some, you know, higher-ups to show, look at our diversity, we will learn that you cannot hire based on uh, lady parts or non-lady parts, based on color of skin or non-color of skin. Well, I guess everything's a color of skin. Otherwise, it would just be, like, translucent, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that be? You have to hire based on skill, based on ability to handle the job. You can't hire on anything else. Everyone could see that she couldn't do the job because doing the job wasn't part of her plan. We had to prove, we had to build a new brand, so we needed something that was inclusive and bring everybody together and was light and bright. It's Bud Light. You wanted something that was fun and enjoyable. You want to hang with friends and watch a football game, watch a basketball game, watch a baseball game, watch some hockey. You want to be at the beach, crack open a bud and find true love or hit that perfect wave. That's what you want to do. Bud Light, because the night is calling. And if you stay up too late, maybe the daytime too. Bud Light. There, why aren't I the VP of marketing for Bud Light? I have got this understood. You know what's so funny? So do you. Of course we do. We understand it. Because in many ways, we are it. The only person who didn't was Alyssa Heinerscheid, who hates us. They hired a VP who hates the audience, hates the consumer 
of the product that she's selling. And she thought she could just change the whole market. Do you know how ignorant you have to be to do that? Of course you get fired for doing that. She deserved to be put on the leave of absence. She deserves to be fired. But as I said, other people will hire her. She will get hired by somebody else. But the political right has got to see this as just an incredible, incredible win. Because it's either the first time or amongst the first times that the political right has seen that, oh, we can do this and and get a result. Let's do it again. Let's do it with anybody who screws with us. You try and shove politics down our throat, we're coming at you. And by the way, that's what Bud Light is really guilty of. Nobody wanted this. Nobody asked for this. None of these Bud Light drinkers are bigots. They just wanted a Bud Light. And you said, yes, but first, wokeism. But first, you have to scream your acceptance. You have to applaud this transgenderism. And the people said, we just want a half a beer. And they longed for the days of what up? Weren't there, wasn't Bud Light also the lizards? That was Budweiser. That was the frogs. The frogs were Budweiser. Right? That's, that's all we wanted. And, and you threw this down our throats. And we spit it right back up. And so that's a good news. That's a good, good piece of news. But amongst this wokeism comes a story out of the University of Minnesota. Now, we should be clear that Minnesota has become ground zero for some of the worst education in America. And what they are doing, what they are pushing, how they are changing the education system, you will not see me hiring people out of Minnesota. Now, that's a really awful thing to say because I'm sure there's some bright kids who come out of Minnesota. But you take a look at how they are bastardizing the education system, making the claim of look at our standards, but the standards are all to a socialistic standpoint. We must take a critical look at capitalism and whether or not it really provides equity. Well, can we take a look at socialism and see what it provides? No, you can't do that. We only have to diminish capitalism. We don't take a look like that at socialism. That's not in the standards. We don't teach socialism. <laughs> but we decide that capitalism doesn't provide equity. So what does that lead you to? This is the kind of evil that's being perpetrated in schools. You are absolutely right to keep an eye on what's going on in the classroom. You are absolutely right to keep an eye on what's going on with uh, your students. You are absolutely right to keep an eye on teachers. You have the right to say no. You should make sure you run for school board. I'm going to do more about what's going on in Minnesota, what's going on in Rhode Island, what's going on in Illinois. It, It is frightening to say the least, but I don't think any story, I, I mean, I'm going to hit more of this Minnesota story, I, I promise. I don't think anything was more, what in the world am I looking at, than this Trump statement put out, Trump 2024, it was put out on April 21st, the real Ron DeSantis playbook. Oh, would you stop going after Ron DeSantis? He's not even a candidate yet. He's not even a candidate yet, and Trump won't stop. You look, you look, and you sound silly. Why in the world are you doing this? Who's advising you to do this? This is terrible advice. I mean, just the absolute worst advice 
in the world. But he's he's not listening. He's not listening to me. He is not listening to me. That much is for sure. Trump decided to go after DeSantis, making the claim that Florida is a terrible place to live. That Florida is all downhill. And you're like, what? What the? What? What are you talking about? What do you mean Florida is a bad place to live? Why in the world would you say that? But yeah, no, no, no. He, he's, he's got a whole thing that he's put out uh, about it. Talking about uh, housing. Uh, Florida is now the fourth most expensive state in the country for health care. Um, home prices, have, that were, there it was, home prices skyrocketed in Miami by 32% last year and by 34% in Tampa. Maybe that's because all the people are moving to Miami and Tampa. The cost of living is up in Florida 10%, but the national average is only 6.5% up. You, you going to blame Ron DeSantis for inflation? You're going to blame Ron DeSantis for the level of construction, level of growth going on in Florida that may cause some prices to go up because supply and demand is real? This is your argument? While nearly half of the gas stations in Miami and Fort Lauderdale are without fuel, those Floridians lucky enough to find a gas station with fuel will be paying a stiff premium. There was a flood that prevented access to the refueling spot. Now, I agree with you. That's a problem. You may want to fix that. But that's a proof of DeSantis's poor leadership? This is insane. And then again, so is Trump. Out of his head, ridiculous. He's ridiculous. This is beyond silly. And I know I'm going to get emails and everything else, but honestly, whatever. This is ridiculous from Trump. He's a damn fool. Trump's better than Joe Biden any day of the week and twice on Sunday. But this is just dumb. This isn't smart campaigning. And anybody who ever questioned me about whether or not the ardent, hardcore Trump supporter will support DeSantis, I don't believe that they will. If DeSantis gets the nomination, I don't know if the Trump supporters will be there. I don't. This is nuts. This is pathetic from Donald Trump. When Trump talks policy... Trump does well, and I'll get into that. I'll get into Trump talking policy. When Trump reminds people the levels to which he was a leader, the levels to which uh, he was a, a guy who didn't have anything go wrong, He was the one who, when he was president, things were safe and secure. Well, I think he wins. When he does stuff like this, go after DeSantis for nonsense. That is nonsense. He looks ridiculous. He looks petty. He looks weak. Someone tell him not to look petty and weak. Looking petty and weak is, well, not the name of the game. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz. 
So you've got the Supreme Court that's going to allow Mifepristone to stay on the market. You've got Joe Biden, who is uh, expected tomorrow to announce his reelection campaign. But none of it, none of it matters. It's all about Tucker Carlson. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, it's good to be with you. Tucker Carlson is out at Fox CNN parting ways with Don Lemon. I mean, it's just a day, people. We have some news from within our Fox family. Fox News Media and Tucker Carlson have mutually agreed to part ways. Tucker's last show was this past Friday. And starting tonight, Fox News Tonight will air live at 8 p.m. Eastern. It will be an interim show with rotating Fox News personalities until a new host is named. We want to thank Tucker Carlson for his service to the network as a host and prior to that as a long-term contributor. It is... I mean, that was Harris Faulkner who had the job to do right there. And I will admit, she did it with grace and a plum. She did. As for Don Lemon being out at CNN, uh, he wasn't told. According to him, he was never told. His agent was told. Meanwhile, Chris Licht, who is the CEO, puts out a statement to my CNN colleagues. CNN and Don have parted ways. Don will forever be a part of the CNN family, and we thank him for his contributions over the past 17 years. We wish him well and will be cheering him on in his future endeavors. CNN This Morning has been on the air for nearly six months, and we are committed to its success. Signed, Chris. I want to say that I was right, but I don't think it was necessarily like Kreskin kind of level, that Lemon was on the way out. The move to the morning show was only a temporary thing. The only question is, why did it last so long? And Don Lemon doesn't understand that he was bad at this? That's the part that kills me. That's the part that kills me. What's going to happen with Fox? I don't know, man. How people are going to react, it's going to be with a lot of anger. But we will watch it. I'll be watching it from down at the border where I'm heading off to. We'll talk more about that. Find everything at TonyKatz.com. T-O-N-Y-K-A-T-Z. TonyKatz.com. This is Tony Katz today.